Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. A recent ad campaign from Spotify would have us believe that the best shows aren't on TV. Implication, they're on Spotify. But reality, they mean podcasts. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. I don't know if you saw it over the weekend, it was all over Twitter when I kept checking, and an ad from Spotify saying that the best shows aren't on TV. And the visual ad they showed was not music, which you might think Spotify would be known for, but they were showing a rotating list of podcasts. And here's what's interesting to me. They weren't Spotify original podcasts. They were just the same podcasts that you and I can get on whatever platform we're looking and watching and listening, more importantly, on. Those those are the shows that are everywhere. So it's an interesting play that Spotify has done. And what I wanted to do, I thought with this mini-series this week, is talk about how podcasting is encroaching on other forms of media. And here's the better part, how those other forms of media or those people involved with those forms of media are reacting to podcasting's encroachment. And today, I'm going to talk about television. Since Spotify brought it up, I might as well talk about television and podcasting together. So the premise they originally have with this ad is that the best shows aren't on TV anymore. They're on a podcasting. I don't want to get into the veracity, whether that is true or false based on listener behavior, because we know that it's really not, right? I mean, still, more people watch TV than do just about everything else. Podcasting is probably everything else. So we know it's not, you know, true right now, but it might be directionally true. And so what I thought we should talk about today is how do we respond to that? I mean, we're all working podcasters. Everyone watching this program, everybody listening to me right now is a working podcaster. And I bet that you don't think about TV as your as a play, as an area which you're headed towards. But podcasting is definitely scooping up a lot of television talent. I mean, you may not know this, but especially in the growing podcast fiction world that we used to call audio drama, a lot of the voice talent and the actors, a lot of the voice talent is actors, is actors, are actors. That's what I'm for, are. A lot of people making voices on podcasting are television and movie actors that are coming to podcasting because for these podcast fiction, they need talented actors. And these actors, well, there's a lot of actors on TV. Huge number of actors on television. 
They're jumping into podcasting because the podcast production companies, let me change the way I say that, the television production companies are looking at podcasting and saying, wait a minute, no director of photography needed, no terribly expensive cameras needed, no on-location shoots needed. Oh my goodness, how much cheaper is it going to be for us to get this creative vision in a podcast form than it is a television form? So definitely we're seeing movement that way. We're seeing television, people that produce television programs looking at podcasting as a viable medium to get their content out, to get their ideas out and produce it in a podcast form for significantly less of an investment than to do TV. So we're seeing it happen right now. And we're even hearing about it. As a working podcaster, you likely have other friends in the podcasting space, and you probably have lots of friends who listen to podcasts. Ask around, how many shows do you share in common? Because I can tell you that overall, podcast listening, as I've said before on the program, the short head dominates. The short head, which is a small number of shows that the majority that, that achieve the majority of the downloads, which means lots of people only listen to the very popular shows. Those tend to be pretty well-produced, cool, interesting shows that could work well on television. And people are then, listeners of those programs, are then sharing that information word of mouth. Just like when you gather with your friends on the weekend and you talk about the television shows you're watching, we're now talking about the podcasts that we listen to. At least that's the idea. That's the idea. Because it used to be not that many years ago, you know, a, a decade ago, the television show we were all talking about was the one that was being released every Thursday. Nowadays, the television show that we're talking about is available on demand through a variety of services. Netflix, Hulu, you name it. So we in the podcasting space need to recognize that this is our reality. It is the moment where people are starting to listen to and talk about podcasts as shows as much as they're talking about television. So while the program you make right now, Working Podcaster, might be a weekly interview show, okay, that's fine. You can totally do that. Maybe you're doing a monologue show like I'm doing a monologue show four days a week. This really isn't going to tap into the psyche of the television watcher. Because sure, we do have television talk show programs, a handful of those. Mornings, usually. And yes, we do have news-based programs that are every day, several times a day they come out, even weekly programs. But most of the shows that get talked about a lot on television are series, are Things that have 15, 20 episodes and then go on hiatus. Sometimes fictional series, sometimes documentaries. Just interesting things and in content. So when you're thinking about what's next for you in podcasting, because what's next for podcasting, we're going to see more of these, these types of shows be demanded by the audience. People are going to want to listen to more compelling content. Not necessarily you every week talking, not necessarily me every day talking. 
Some people want that, obviously. I'm not saying don't do that, but when we're trying to go for the shows that everybody's talking about, we might want to make an, an adjustment. How do we create that kind of content that they're looking for? How do we adjust to the fact that everybody watches TV, but not everybody listens to podcasting just yet? If we're going to make that switch to where podcasts are the new show, as our friends at Spotify have predicted, what do we have to do? How do you play into that? You've got skills. You've got, you've learned a lot from the time you've been doing a podcast. If you really want to branch out and try something new and different creative, what kind of content could you make for the TV watching audience who sees that ad that Spotify ran and says, I wonder what they've got? Could you make content that is of in-demand by people who are just television watchers? Maybe. Somebody certainly will. This entire week, I'm going to talk about media and podcasting and how media is encroaching on those territories of other media and how those how the media people, people behind the media, are responding to that and making their own podcast. So that's what we'll do for the remainder of this week. That's my mini-series focus. Three quick things. Tell me about what you think about the idea of TV and podcasting blending together. Good thing, bad thing. What are you doing towards it? Even better. You can tell me that right here in the comments, or you can go to flick.group slash podcast pontifications. If you'd like to show your support for the program, because I don't run ads, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. Buy me a coffee. And then finally, if you are in business and you need someone offering some strategic help, as you navigate the podcasting waters, that's what my firm does. Get in touch with me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro or go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of services that we offer clients all around the globe. I shall see you tomorrow for yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.